I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What is going on everyone and welcome back to the channel. I hope you're all doing well. Now today's video is going to be a slightly different one. Um, it's something I've thought about and I'm going to try it, right? Today's Friday and I know that a lot of you watching right now like to listen or, you know, watch my videos and chill out. You think they're quite relaxing. A lot of you say my voice is quite relaxing, which is nice of you. So I'm going to do something right. Every Friday, I think I'm going to try it. Well, I'll start off today. And if there are enough likes on this video and if you comment nice things about it, then um, we'll continue it every Friday. I'm going to go with a much more, you know, chilled, relaxed vibe so you guys can, you know, chill out. No more intense shouting when I'm recording on this mic. No more like really, you know, overemphasizing stuff or just being loud for no reason. Today's video and hopefully every Friday in future will be much more chilled and uh you know calm and peaceful so if you do like the idea of that guys um tell me down below in the comments drop a like on the video and also get ready for today's story because as you can tell by the title and thumbnail it's another cracker honestly i'm on fire the stories that i'm choosing are elite but trust me this is no exception falsely accused of working with crime syndicates because i delivered them a pizza i never mistook this job for low risk but i never imagined it could potentially get me thrown in jail we got a pretty sketchy delivery call at a late hour our front of house is constantly slammed with everyone desperate to eat at a table again now that the vaccine is out and they were in the weeds so i grabbed the phone before i could even finish our standard greeting the guy just goes yeah it's mac i'm ordering a pizza i'm not much for small talk either so i'm rolling with it like good for you mac um pick up or delivery you know just rattling off the standard questions he answered the first few but he seemed hesitant or maybe confused he argued with some other guy behind him for a sec then got back on the line and ordered like normal as though none of the preceding stuff had even happened i caught his delivery and out i went It was a standard large pizza, no toppings, no extras. They were going to pay cash. I pull up and it's a scary, rundown, sparsely populated apartment complex. Mostly broke college students in there now though, so I wasn't too concerned or anything. I get to the door and when I knock, it eases open a bit. This didn't seem like the ideal neighborhood to keep your door unlocked, but not my business. I called in, hey, pizza. There was no response, so I called out a little louder. Got your pizza out here. Then an alarmed voice from inside was like, shh, just come in. Uh, yeah, no. I get that request weirdly a lot. Like everyone from sketchy apartment bros to suburban soccer mums asking me to bring the pizza to the dinner table because they're busy. Some people even pulled this during the pandemic. But it's a long-standing company policy and a dang good one that entering the home for any reason whatsoever is a hard no. So I said back, I can't do that, but I can leave it out here if you don't want to come to the door. Just need payment first. There was a silence and some shuffling and then the door shut and locked. And the guy was like, what do you mean payment first? That's not what we agreed on. Through the closed door. I was standing there wondering if this man had ever ordered a pizza in his life 
because payment first is basically implied, right? But I'm not looking for any confrontations or trying to be a butthole. So I just tell him, yeah, so uh, our store policy is payment first. Then he erupts, screaming, that's not what Mario and I discussed. So then I thought that maybe he was trying to pull some kind of scam on us because nobody at our store is named Mario and I'm the one who took this order. So I know what was discussed. I decided if they weren't going to pay, I'd made a reasonable attempt to deliver and I could safely head out now. As I'm preparing to do so, another guy, looking back now, I realize he didn't even have a box, walks very confidently up to the door, pounds on it like a heavy bag and grunts, pizza's here i didn't know if this dude in the apartment had ordered two identical pizzas from different shops or if our pizza had taken long enough that he thought we weren't coming and called someone else or i had the wrong apartment or what but it was weird enough that i decided to just go especially because pizza guy number two was looking at me with a real intense stare way more malice than i'd ever be able to muster on behalf of defending the turf for our joints pies He says something like, can I help you or wrong apartment or something along the lines of a cordial go the F away. But I was already on my way out and I didn't really process it. I went back to the shop and I told the story to the chef. We laughed and guessed that what it could have been to drive this man to order two pizzas at once. I didn't think about it again for several weeks. Though several weeks later, I was in the shop and a couple of cops walk in, not in uniform, but they had badges. They asked me if I'd been at such and such apartment complex on such and such day. And I was like, that was weeks ago. I've got no idea where I was. So they were all like, well, in that case, you wouldn't mind coming down to talk to us about what you do remember. But I was like, really nothing. And they said, well, that's fine. Let's talk anyways and see if there's something you might not realize is relevant that comes back to you and all that other stuff prodding me. I told them I'm working right now, but I can come later next week, maybe but they were really insistent, which should have set off some flags in hindsight. They said, well, this is a really pressing matter and we'd appreciate if you came in right now. We'll explain it to your boss so there won't be any problems. You'll really be helping us out. Them not being able to chat to me at work should have been the first red flag, but I knew I hadn't done anything illegal, so it didn't even cross my mind that I could be in any sort of trouble or have any reason to worry. Especially because when I got to the police precincts, everyone was extremely friendly, like I was actually doing them a favor. They didn't throw me in a cell or try to intimidate me or anything. They brought me in a nice air-conditioned conference room and gave me a comfortable chair and asked if I wanted anything to drink and really just kind of shot the stuff with me for 20 to 30 minutes. To this day, still confused about this. Well, to be fair, OP, I do know why they do this. They want you to be as comfortable as possible, think that you're not a suspect, even though in this story you're not, in their eyes you are, and then just, you know, open up in an interview and hopefully give them as much information as possible without you kind of realizing that, you know what, you're there for a reason. They really suspect that you're involved in this. I think they even offered to order food, if I remember right. I declined even the most basic offers because I was anxious to get back to my shift. Didn't need my co-workers getting any wrong ideas. I played along and made nice because they did get the okay from my boss to go as long as I needed 
But in the back of my mind, I was like, didn't you say this was urgent? They're running short staffed at work just so we can trade hot takes on the college baseball world series? Eventually though, and I think they were trying to be subtle, but they definitely weren't. They shifted to asking me about what they really brought me in to talk about They asked me about if i'd made a delivery to the apartment complex And i'd obviously rack my brain between when the cops first arrived and then so I told them actually I had That I wasn't sure if it was exactly the day they were quoting me, but it was around then I figured they'd ask about the delivery but didn't want to get ahead of their questions I figured a brain dump of information would make me come off as guilty Plus, I didn't want to accidentally tell them more than they were expecting to hear and land myself there longer. But instead of asking, like, any of the questions I expected they'd ask, they said, And how long had you known the guys you were delivering to? Kind of confused, I responded, I didn't. I could see that my answer disappointed them, but it was the truth. They collected themselves pretty quickly, though. There were two detectives, the same two who'd come for me in the store. And one kept insisting on the facts as they saw them, and the other kept trying to bend things in my favor. Okay, so a classic case of good cop, bad cop is going on here, I reckon. So, the bend guy was like, Okay, sure. Not like you all are best friends or anything, but you at least knew them as customers, right? I wasn't sure what knew them as customers was supposed to mean, because to me, it was synonymous with not knowing them. So I said no. Then they changed topics. They asked how long the delivery had been planned for. I told them everything had to be ordered same day unless it was four or more pies. And I didn't remember exactly when they called, but per store policy, it wouldn't have been more than an hour before it was delivered. Probably sooner, based on where they were relative to the store. We went back and forth like this for way longer than I was anticipating. Them asking me questions that seemed to imply I knew something. Me feeling super confused and giving them visibly disappointing answers, reminding them I knew nothing. Eventually, they seemed pretty frustrated, and they basically said, Look, stop lying to us, man. Cut the rubbish. Your friends rolled on you. It's done. And I'm sitting here thinking, I have friends? But of course, in all seriousness, I was shocked by the change of tone because I had no clue what they were talking about. So I told them as much, and they were both like, Come on, man, you're just embarrassing yourself at this point. With one trying to reassure me that if I just told them what I knew, they could still help me. With the other saying I was too stupid to seize this last chance. Well, no reason to sit around and be spoken to like that, so I got up to leave. Before I knew what was happening, I was being Mirandized. It was like a horror movie nightmare playing out in slow motion in front of my eyes. So I stopped with my, I want you to know that I want to get back to work, but I'm going to be chill out of courtesy, demeanor, and lost my head at that point. I kept really forcefully, without coming off as erratic, or so I hoped, insisting that I didn't even know what they were talking about, like I'd been saying all along. They were not having any of it. They kept saying, videotape doesn't lie, man. You want to see the tape before you lock yourself into another lie? The jury's going to eat this up. Jury, I nearly pooped myself. I don't even turn right at red lights half the time. Plus, you had video all this time you were grilling me to remember what happened and you could have just shown me a video? What the heck? Yeah, no, to be fair, from what I know briefly about, you know, police work, that again is a very common thing to do. 
that evidence is then much stronger than if you were to just show the video of what was happening. Because, you know, if you actually just showed the suspect the video, they could make something up. For example, in your situation, they could say, which is the truth, but that's not important. I was actually delivering a pizza. Whereas if they were to ask you at first what was going on before showing you the tape, if you were to say one thing that didn't really align with what the tape was showing or just made complete, you know, no sense at all, then they'd have caught you out and they'd have got you right there. But anyway, I knew I was in over my head at that point. A million thoughts were swirling around and I was so overwhelmed and scared. I finally said what I should have said way back at the beginning, though I didn't say it nearly assertively enough because I was trying to, you know, act innocent, not seem guilty, not make things worse than they'd somehow already become. So I said, should I be talking to a lawyer? And they said, do you want to talk to a lawyer? Did you do something that would necessitate the aid of an attorney? And the other guy's like, if you want a lawyer, we'll get you one. But I have to say, that does not look good on you. And I shouldn't have believed him. As my dad has now drilled into my brain, you never talk to police. Only your lawyer does. But at the time, I thought, you know what? I guess asking for a lawyer does make it seem like I did it. Oh, snap. Then they showed me enhanced frames of the video and timestamps, and they're saying all this stuff. It was really a blur at that point. But one particular thing stood out. They said something that they'd already said a time or two before, but it hadn't totally sunken in until then. They alleged, Your buddies thought this would be some quick money. They thought it would be real slick to order a pizza instead of just calling and saying, bring the stuff up. At this point, it had been established that they thought I transported some large sum of ill-gotten cash into this apartment and that we wouldn't be suspicious or wouldn't follow up. Look, I know you're a good guy. You didn't know what you were getting yourself into, but if you're not honest with us, we can't help you. I had told them repeatedly about the other guy who showed up to supposedly deliver a pizza. I even pointed him out on the footage. Unfortunately, though, the cameras didn't have audio, so they couldn't hear me arguing with the people in the apartment over the measly few bucks. Or, more importantly, hear this other guy say, pizza. Because the other guy didn't have a pizza box, and I did, they didn't believe me that I wasn't the pizza part of this operation. To recap, apparently what they'd uncovered from the real criminals is that they were meant to take receipts of some money. The guys inside the apartment were told something like, that afternoon you'll get a pizza to try and prevent anyone from saying anything incriminating on paper. But these dumb idiots in the apartments didn't understand the instructions and actually ordered a real pizza instead of just waiting for their cash delivery to show up. I'm pretty certain all that arguing I'd heard on the phone was one of the other criminals asking something to the effect of, are you sure you're supposed to order an actual pizza? Because what else would they have been arguing about right then? Uh, Yeah, you can tell these guys are absolute idiots. Um, Pretty standard, but wow. So once I connected all the dots, it was a matter of proving my pizza delivery was legitimate. They tried to get a record of the delivery when they talked to my boss, but we're a small shop. We only keep tickets through the end of the week and we just sign a piece of paper confirming our tip amounts every night. Unfortunately, these guys wouldn't have factored in since they didn't end up paying. Now, I didn't have anyone but the criminals to corroborate my story and there was nothing in it for them to exonerate me or they would have done it by now. But then I remembered the chef. I told him all about this delivery. I begged the cops to talk to him and reminded them I'd followed them right out of the store before I'd known what this was about so they could trust he was totally untainted. Sure enough, he recounted it exactly as I told him and told the police. 
The stories matched near identically. The cops went through our phone logs, but these guys had called in their order from a burner, so that was of no help. I figured the chef would be enough, but after I'd been in the precinct for nearly eight hours total, they said they were going to go ahead and hold me until they could verify I didn't go with the decoy pizza and somehow give them money another way, or until they found the real delivery guy. They never would because they didn't believe me that he was the other guy outside of the apartments on the video without a box I don't know if he had the cash taped to him or what But the cops were convinced it couldn't be him because he didn't have any bag box or something to hold the money Finally realizing that this was not a misunderstanding that was going to go away All these years of watching law and order kicked in and I asked for my phone call I got my dad on the line and he of course said don't say another word and showed up with an attorney who had me out within an hour of his arrival. I was formally cleared of all involvement the next day, and I barely got an apology. None of this will show up on my record or anything, but still, you'd think they'd be a little more remorseful about what they'd put me through. My boss gave me a couple of paid days off, having seen how serious it all was, with questioning the chef and searching the phone logs and everything. I think he was just glad that I wasn't an embezzler or serial murderer or otherwise a criminal because for the longest time, all they would tell him is I was involved in a situation and they needed information. So yeah, tread lightly, guys. Don't be like me and make this your whole career. Or do if your only alternative is to be a cash mule for a crime syndicate. I'm super happy to not have worked there. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. You know what, honestly, I think the end of that story is the most important part and most interesting part of all. And it reminds me of a a show I watched on Netflix, which was, you know, kind of in the same similar vein to people that get accused of things like OP did in this story that are very serious and, and sometimes even more serious than this. And then eventually when they're acquitted, there's no remorse. There's no aftercare. The police literally just say like, oh yeah, okay, we've been interrogating you for eight hours in this situation. It could be days, could be weeks, could be months could be put in jail but we're not going to show any remorse we just got it wrong but we're not even going to admit that you're free to go now like that's tough isn't it the show is called criminal guys and if you haven't seen it check it out on netflix i would highly recommend it this one episode in particular is very similar to this story one guy gets accused of r-wording i can't use the actual word because you know youtube will hate me r-wording a young girl and the whole point of the episode is showing the horrible interrogation process where he is shown picture of this girl i think she actually gets murdered eventually not by him the whole point is that he is actually in the end shown to be innocent but that doesn't matter as the episode progresses and the interrogations get more and more intense and you literally have you know the detective saying to him i know you did this i know you are worded and murdered a girl like imagine being that guy you know you haven't done it and eventually you know it comes out that he hasn't done it and he's he you know he's just been wrongly arrested and interrogated for no reason like op you know not involved in that situation but such a serious accusation and exactly like this this is why i'm raising this point exactly like what happened to op the police in the show they don't care they're just like oh yeah okay we got it wrong but who cares you can go now 
that's it. I think in this episode, the story actually makes the news that he's been arrested. So, you know, all his family, all his friends think that he's been arrested for, you know, our wording. And you see it all the time in society as well. Cristiano Ronaldo, he was accused of our wording. Um, anyone, you know, accused of pedophilia, that sort of stuff. If it isn't true, how, you're screwed still. Your career's still ruined. You as a person, you're probably just in absolute shock. You've been accused of this horrible thing that you never did. There's nothing you can really do and there's definitely nothing the police do to ever help you in terms of aftercare or, you know, making sure that everyone does know that, no, it wasn't you who did this. It can leave some, like, lasting impact on people like OP who had nothing to do with this and the police were just like, you know what? Yeah, we were wrong, but I don't care. Go away. Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this one. I hope you enjoyed my ramble as much as you did the story. Uh, I didn't. I thought the story was great. My ramble, however, ordinary. Um, if you want more from me right away, you want more from this subreddit, check out a playlist full of all these videos because they're great and they're all on this subreddit, funnily enough. Um, I don't know how many are in here, but I started covering this subreddit maybe two years ago. So quite a lot. Check it out. Have a good one. See you later. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.